0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining us here for a special conversation here at the Raisina Dialogues. It's my pleasure uh, to be in conversation again with Mr. Ghatkari. Uh, We did it virtually the last time, and I'm glad that we can do this in person uh, today. Thank you very much for joining us. Mr. Katkari, uh, since we are talking about energy transition, and this is something that governments around the world are grappling with at this point in time, uh, India has also set out very clear roadmap map uh, across different sectors in terms of what we want to achieve. We are, of course, committed to the objectives of COP26 as well. But I want to understand from you at this point in time, given the geopolitical context, given the geopolitical constraints and challenges challenges and the impact of that on our energy security. Is there discussion on within government on what can be done to further accelerate the move towards renewable, to further accelerate the move away
1: from fossil fuels? Actually, this is a very important question. Presently, because of import of crude oil, we are facing crucial economic challenges at the same time, pollution problems. We have import of 8 lakh crores for petroleum products in India. And exactly on that line, we need to find out some alternative for that. So different alternatives are there. Government is working on all options. And I feel that in due course of time, we will be in position to give an alternative solution for the country. Just I am giving you the example. Presently, people are coming to me for getting an uh, electric vehicle because the waiting list is 6 to 8 months and they are taking my letters to the company that they will get the uh, vehicle easily available.
0: How many letters are you handing out every day?
1: <laughs> I have just given letter at least 50 to 60 people. So, this is the situation. Once upon a time, there was a question that how, how this e-vehicle will be going to be, you are going to use, how it can be charged. There are a lot of, hundreds of questions from the people. But now we have e-scooters, e-auto rickshaw, e-car and now the uh, e-truck is available. The company is now requesting me to launch that truck. So I feel that in due course of time, the way in which the Indian industry is marching towards making alternative for that and we have already developing the battery chemistry. That is, uh, lithium-ion is already there, we are making zinc-ion, aluminum-ion chemistry. By which I am confident, due for some time, we will be an alternative for that. At the same time, we are now processing towards green hydrogen. It can be a good source, it can be a great future. I have green hydrogen car. Actually, it's really very beautiful and this is the future. Now, we need to plan the way in which that we can convert sewage water Mm. into green hydrogen. That, is, that can be possible, the municipal corporation can be very much, they can make the project on that line. Then the solid waste management, by segregate plastic, rubber and glass. We get organic waste by which in biodigester, we will get methane and from methane also, we will get the, bio, uh, the green hydrogen. Hmm. At the same time, the pearly, cotton straw, wheat straw, rice straw, bagasse, this agro-biomass also, can be used for making of green hydrogen and this is the future and I am confident that Indian scientist, Indian research scholar they are doing excellent job in due course of time we will be in a leading position to the world as far as the green hydrogen is concerned
0: you know, several uh, issues that you've spoken of there. Uh, Let me try and unpack this, but let's continue with the EV story since you brought that up. Uh, And there has been a significant acceleration, especially in the past one year. In fact, if you just take a look at the EV category, as far as two wheelers are concerned, of course on a small base, but over the previous year, it's a growth of over 200%, in fact, more than 200%. Uh, What I want to understand from you is, you're trying to address this issue on the supply side, uh, courtesy the PLI schemes. You're also trying to address this issue on a demand side, from the perspective of providing customers and OEM subsidies under the FAME program. Now, the outlay for the FAME program, which, for the benefit of our audience, is the subsidy program that the government has put in place. This is the second edition and the second installment of that to try and subsidize uh, uh, and make e vehicles more affordable. It's got an outlay of 10,000 crores. As this sector grows, as sales pick up, clearly that's not going to be enough. Are you looking at a FAME 3 and also at a larger outlay and how will the government manage what will be required on the subsidy front as we move forward?
1: Actually, government role is very supportive. But particularly in this sector, the heavy industry ministry, then elect power ministry, Niti Ayo, my, my ministry, we have an integrated approach for this. Production link incentive, PLI scheme mm. is of rupees 57,000 crore to boost auto sector manufacturing in the country, localization of auto parts focusing on export and 5 crore new jobs by 2025. The vehicle scrapping program is very important by which we will get the raw material, steel, plastic, rubber and actually even lot of good metals we will get it from that scrapping policy which is going to reduce our cost. And that is exactly the important that we will be more competitive in the international market. The generate incremental GST revenue on vehicle sales approximately 30 to 40,000 crore for government, state and central government. It is a win-win situation for all the sectors. And I am confident that because of alternative fuel sector also, we are going to create more than 50 to 60 lakh jobs. Now, the automobile component industry is very important. Mm. Presently, the size of industry is 50,000 crore, export is 5,000 crore, import is 6,000 crore, and overall GDP contribution is 2.3% from automotive computing industry, and manufacturing GDP contribution is 25%. Employment is 50 lakhs. Now, the my aim is to make our Indian automobile industry the size of 15 lakh crores, and for that reason, Our plan is to make India as number one manufacturing hub for all type of two-wheelers, three-wheelers, four-wheelers, buses and trucks. And now it can be possible because all reputed brands in the world all are in present in India and I am confident by constantly improvement in the technology in the alternative fuel also 100% will be more competitive. We are trying our level best to reduce the logistic cost we are making 26 green Express Highway. We are connecting all highway towards the ports. Mm. And by which the most important thing is in place of diesel, the future fuel in the country is LNG. And as compared if suppose the expenditure 100 rupees for diesel, for LNG it comes to 40 rupees Mm. and for CNG it comes to 50 rupees. And for electric it is very less, it comes to 10 rupees. So, now electric Then uh, now also the one of the important decisions is taken by my ministry that we are now encouraging flex engines where we don't need petrol. Our two-wheeler from TBS, Bajaj and Hero, we can run on 100% bioethanol. Now the flex engine, the Toyota, Hyundai, the Suzuki, all are ready to now launch the flex engines. And the flex engine you can use 100% petrol or 100% ethanol. Now, the Toyota, one of the model is that uh, Camry. Yeah. That is on 40% on electricity and 60% on petrol. Now, the plan is now they are making that 40% on electricity and 60% on bioethanol. So, it is going to reduce the pollution. It is going to reduce the cost. And it can be really a great support to agriculture sector of this country. And we are now encouraging ethanol, not only from molasses, but BAV molasses, then from sugarcane juice to ethanol, then ethanol from corn, rice, food grain, and now the second generation ethanol from bamboo, from biomass also going on. And in Panipat, the Indian oil is doing one excellent project, making ethanol from rice straw, and the byproduct is bitumen. Just four days before I have a discussion with chairman of Indian oil, and I promise him whatever the bitumen you are making, we are ready to purchase for National Highway. So this can be ideal situation for the country to create more jobs, create growth in agriculture, rural and tribal field, and I feel that we are on the right path 100% we will be succeed in this mission
0: well, that's also one of the aspects that you've been focusing on, which is uh, waste to wealth. And you gave us an example of how you're being able to do that. But I just want to uh, pick up on what you mentioned. You said that the aspiration is to make India the number one manufacturing destination as far as the automotive sector is concerned, and that all reputed brands are in India with the exception of one, Tesla. Uh, Elon Musk is in the news today. Uh, He's, of course, uh, bought out Twitter. Uh, And I know that there have been conversations on with the Indian government, but it's not just Elon Musk. There is a concern on high duties. Uh, in the context of, uh, you know, demand visibility, especially when it comes to new technologies like electric vehicles, etc., uh, would it make sense uh, to bring down duties to let there be a market, a more vibrant market, and then let people come in and localize and manufacture it, it in is India? a very
1: easy alternative. If the Elon Musk is ready to manufacture a textile in India, there is no problem. <laughs> we have got the all competency. The vendors are available. We have got the all type of technology and because of that he can reduce the cost but our request to him is that you come to India, start manufacturing here, India is a huge market, the export availability everything ports are available, they can make their export from India and he is welcome, he is welcome in India, we don't have any problem but suppose you want to manufacture in China and sell in India, it can not be a good proposition for India. Our request to him is come to India and manufacture it. We will support it.
0: All right, we will. We hope that that message uh, uh, is is transported to Elon Musk via Twitter. But uh, Mr. Gadkari. Uh, but one thing
1: I will yes. tell you the way in which just I, I gave an answer in Parliament that how much increase in e-vehicle, particularly in one section, electric buses, there is an increase in 1300%. So, the huge demand for e-vehicle is now increased. And now all Indian companies, under the all good brands, are making good electric cars, electric SUVs. I just take the trial of all the SUVs from electric, from Mercedes, from BMW, from Toyota, from uh, that uh, Hyundai. It's real, they are doing excellent job. My suggestion is now there is a huge potential for all e-vehicles. So, my suggestion to Elon Musk is, that in india he will get good market and it's really a indian market is very huge so it is a win win situation for both and it can be a, all vendors which are they are available in china at the same time all particular quality wise all indian manufacturer automobile spare parts and everything is available it can be more easy for him to make here in india and sell in india he will get good profits from that And good economics is there. I will request him to come to India and start manufacturing there.
0: Well, I have a feeling he might tweet at you today, Mr. Gadkari, given given what we've heard from you. But let me just continue on electric vehicles since that is something that you've been championing yourself personally for a while. it is a nascent technology. It is nascent globally as well, but more so here in India. Uh, we have, of course, put standards in place. Uh, there is certification that uh, and compliance with certification. But we have seen uh, several incidents in the recent past of electric vehicles catching fire, forcing you and your ministry to put out an advisory saying that there will be penalties imposed if quality standards are not met. With you have also asked companies to voluntarily recall vehicles. Many of uh, these companies involved in these recent incidents, have recalled vehicles. How much of a concern is this for you today Uh, and what is the government going to do about this?
1: Actually in March, April and May, particularly when the temperature is rise, there is some problem with the battery cell. But uh, we have already appointed an expert committee. There are scientists from DRD also. We will get the reports. But apparently I feel that it is a problem of temperature. Particularly high temperature in the particularly sales. Now we have decided to make standardized uh, rules and regulation for that. We need to have a testing system by which we need to test the battery and sale. With the appropriate test, then we can certify. And now my request to all manufacturers that by using these sales, they should be cautious. Otherwise, our purpose will be forfeited. So the reason is that. Uh, These are unfortunate accidents. We don't want to create more complication and problem for the industry. But the safety is the highest priority for the government. And I feel that by find out the reason for that, even the private companies are also working on that. And we are also working on that. And due course of time, we will make standardization and rules and regulation for that. And 100% we will resolve that problem. But meanwhile, if the some manufacturing problem is there, My request to companies to take it back, their products, improve it, take the care, we take the preventive measures and take the preventive measures for the safety of the people. That is very important. Actually, I understand this is the starting process. There may be some problem, but road safety is really important. My request to all manufacturers that they should support us. They should take the preventive measures for roads, a particular safety of the people. And at the same time, they should find out the reason for what the reason they are fe- we are facing this problem, this is very important. People are working on it, scientists are working on it, manufacturing companies are working on it, and some of the company has Sumoto taken the decision to take their product back and to improve it. Mm. This is the starting process. We don't want to create any obstacle for e-vehicles because we need to standardize the process. This is the starting time. I feel that with the due course of experience also, we can find out the solution and we will resolve these issues.
0: Let me move to another issue that you brought up and that is the uh, issue of green hydrogen. The government has put out the first phase of its green hydrogen policy and we have already got a lot of the big Indian conglomerates lining up to invest in green hydrogen from the reliances of the world to the Adani group and many more. Uh, Is it likely to be viable in the near term? How will the cost work out?
1: Actually, frankly speaking, there is a different type of uh, hydrogen. One is black hydrogen that is from coal. The other is hydrogen from petroleum products. But my request to all manufacture that we need green hydrogen because already our Prime Minister and our government has commitment for ecology and environment. And for that reason, we need to find out economic viability. Now, I am just giving you the example in the municipal party particularly, we have sewage water is available. In my own city in Nagpur, we are selling our water to the government of Maharashtra for power generation getting 325 crore rupees as a royalty. Mm. Now the water is available. In the same place, there is a, uh, we need system for, particularly for uh, solid waste management, we need to segregate that. From that, we will get glass, metal and plastic. The recycling of these three materials is available. At the same time, from organic waste, Mm. And even from biomass, that is cotton, straw, wheat, straw, rice, straw, bagasse, everything, we can make green hydrogen. The many, most important thing in green hydrogen is the cost for the power. So, in the rooftop, we can make solar and small windmill, by which we can reduce the cost of power less than 2 rupees twenty 25 per unit. And by which it will be positioned to make the cost of the green hydrogen less than 1 dollar per kg. And I am confident that. And the second thing, for compressing that green energy, we need generator. So now, for generator, if we use diesel, the cost is 110 rupees. Mm. In place of that, we can use bioethanol. So the cost is 16, 62 rupees. So we can reduce the cost and today also I am giving good information. That one of the technology, the research scientist from Russia has given me the presentation. That by their process, they make the caloric value of ethanol as same as petrol now the indian oil has three month four month taken all the trials and it is proved so by which one liter of petrol was equal to one liter 300 ml of ethanol but now the by this technology we will get one liter of ethanol equal to one liter of petrol by which we will get the same mileage like the petrol and that can be a great revolution in the country so by using ethanol for generator set is very important Two thousand crore liter diesel We are using in this IT tower for a generator set and just I am requesting the minister and also there is a meeting now that whether it is we are in position to use ethanol for generator, Mm. it can be a green fuel, our idea, our policy is import substitute, cost effective, pollution free and indigenous.
0: Hmm. Well, that's a fairly ambitious target that you've set out for industry of less than a dollar per kg of green hydrogen. But let's talk about green financing since we are talking about green hydrogen. And all of this requires significant amounts of money, uh, Mr. Gutkari, as you are well aware. Uh, As we make this transition, as we make this shift, there is only limited or constrained finances uh, that the government has. to play around with. You will need external sources of funding as well to finance this. What's the plan on that front?
1: Actually, uh, I'm giving you the example of one of the company from Bangalore. The four talented engineers from USA, they started the manufacturing for electrolyzer in Bangalore. And now the 90% of their production is they are exporting to USA. Now one of the Australian group is also interested. Lot of people are coming to India. And Indian engineering talent is really, really very, very competent. And now they can start it. The market is there. Investors are there. I just, I am giving the example. I am making roads. I don't adjust before coming to this program. I have a discussion with the investor from USA. I was humbly telling them that I don't have any investment problem. Even I can make the roads of 5 lakh crores every year. I don't have a problem for investment. Mm. If the economic viability is there, marketability for the product and the availability of raw material is there and the appropriate technology, there is no problem about investment. People are ready to invest. Even Indian investors are ready and the foreign investors are ready and this, uh, uh, this particularly automobile sector, huge sector having tremendous potential. I feel that we don't have any problem for that.
0: Okay. So you believe that it will be easy to draw in investments. But you know, you talked about infrastructure and of course you uh, put fairly aggressive targets as far as road building is concerned, road construction is concerned. So I want to understand from you, uh, linked to this transition is also going to be infrastructure development and much more uh, infrastructure development. Uh, What can we expect now? What's the latest target that you've set in terms of road construction for the ministry? And more importantly, we've seen a significant rise in commodity prices on account of the conflict uh, between Russia and Ukraine at this point in time steel prices cement prices how much of that is a factor how much of that is weighing on your plans uh, in the infrastructure sector today
1: actually the particularly because of inflation in the prices of steel cements are really a big problem our contractors are also facing the problem because now the economic viability is really a problematic but the reason is we need to find out alternative just now the proposal is ready in my office that we are now using alternative thing for the steel. We are now decided to use uh, glass fiber steel and we are now going to issue the notification for that. We need to find out the different alternatives for that by which we can reduce the cost because when there are more manufacturer, 100 percent there is a competitive price. When there is monopoly, the cartel is there. So, this is very important and the second important thing which I feel that It is the, because of the energy prices, everywhere it is high, coal, petroleum products, all type of energy is now the cost is high. The best option is import substitute, cost effective, pollution free and indigenous. Now government is giving lot of coal mines for the private sector. And by which we are going to increase the coal production in the country. We are very cautious about starting giving, increasing the production of bioethanol. We have sugar surplus, wheat surplus, corn surplus and that is the time that we need diversification of agriculture towards energy and power sector. So we are on the same line to increase the production of bioethanol. Then we are using by biotechnology, we are increasing the productivity of biomass Mm -hmm. and using biomass for making of green hydrogen and ethanol. We are also trying to develop uh, methanol in the country. Now we can add 15% methanol in diesel So, these are the lot of new initiatives taken by our government and ultimately in our power basket. 38% of the power is the solar power. Mm. So, 100% I am confident that we want to increase solar power, wind power. We are also trying to increase the thermal power because we don't have any option. Regarding coal, a lot of coal is imported. This is the time that we have lot of coal mines available in India. So, we need to increase the production. So, on the way we are trying our level best at due course of time, we will be import substitute, cost-effective, pollution-free and indigenous power alternative solution for the country. That's clearly
0: the slogan that you've come up with, right? You keep repeating that over and over again. But Mr. Katkari, you know, two follow-up questions to what we just heard from you. And I think there were concerns... uh, especially at the end of the negotiations at the recent climate summit uh, on our position as far as coal is concerned and many felt that we yeah. india hadn't taken an as aggressive a stand uh, on coal or cutting down coal production uh, as uh, the world was expecting of us but there is also a practical reality that india needs to contend with which you just sort of gave us a brief overview on how do you how do you convey this message to the world uh, that at least as far as not just the near term, but a fairly long term view is concerned, we will need to continue to depend on thermal production and on coal.
1: Actually, frankly speaking, water, power, transport and communication, without that we don't have industry, without industry we don't have capital investment, and without industry and capital investment we don't have employment potential. As far as we are a developing country, power is very important, but we are on the mission that. Presently, 38% of the power is solar power. Now, our idea is to go it up to the 60%. The most important thing is now we should think about geothermal power, hydropower, more hydropower. But many of the hydropower projects are, uh, they are facing problems because of environment issue. So, these are the issues also we need to find out the solution for that. Even we have to increase hydropower, that is the most important. Then we are making green power from biomass. At the same time, it should be economically viable. And for that reason, presently, we have a lot of coal thermal power project. And uh, now, in the future, the process is stopped. Now, we don't have too much expansion in the coal project. But ultimately, for our thermal power, we need coal. Without that, we cannot survive. It It is really a big problem for the country. But at the same time, by which we are increasing green power in the power basket, the day will come that we will be more than 65 to 70 percent green power and day by day we are marching towards that mission that a day will come that India have maximum green power in the country but this is to be some practical limitation difficulties are there on the basis of that we are a developing country we our world should understand what exactly the problem we are facing the poverty unemployment is a big problem our export is a big challenge and in a situation This is the time that we need to think on the mission, particularly to how we can increase the production of green power in the basket. We are on the mission, we are trying for that. But after that, though that mission is there, target is there, we have some limitations. And I am expecting from the world that they should understand the practical problem behind it.
0: You know, Mr. Gadkari, you've laid out a roadmap in terms of where we want it to be over the next few years. And as I pointed out, uh, between the PLI scheme, which is about 50 odd thousand crores, which tries to address the manufacturing side of the problem, and about 10,000 crores, which tries to address the demand side of the problem. Uh, I go back again to my point on will this really be enough to make the kind of transition and shift uh, that you have just spoken of? Uh, and how much more money will it require? Where will that come from?
1: Actually, frankly speaking, under the leadership of our Prime Minister, whatever the target decided by our government, our track record is excellent. We are marching towards our targets. There is a lot of difficulties are there, problems are there. But I always tell it to the people that some, there are some people who convert problems into opportunities and there are some people who convert opportunities into the problems. So my our mission of our government is accept the challenge improve the situation and make to uh, go marching towards the target and that is exactly the way ahead for us and we are working on that. That is the reason I am telling to people you develop ethanol, you develop methanol, you develop LNG, you develop CNG, you develop bio-LNG, you develop green hydrogen, even you can develop ethanol so even you can make bio-CNG and bio-LNG from barley, rice straw So, all type of alternative we are working because our demand is very huge and so that it will take some time but they will come as our track record is proved that once upon a time our solar power percentage was very less. Now the 38% of the power in the basket is from solar and 100% within few years we will go up to 60%. But at the same time now this is the time we have to think about the more nuclear power think about in place of sodium, uh, in place of uranium, we need to find out the technology on thorium base that because it is available in the country because the import cost is also very, very important. And on the same line, even the wind power, tidal power, geothermal power, these are the new options also we have to work on it. And our, all agencies are doing excellent jobs. And by making alternative fuel also, we can reduce the import and we will resolve the problem of pollution also and we are encouraging public transport system on electricity now my in my department we are trying for starting for that road train bus on electric cable mass rapid transport on electricity is the big solution so we are working on that the problem is difficult but i am confident that we will be in position to resolve the problems
0: so, let me, let me get uh, uh, you to delve a little deeper on that and I, I think we've got just about a minute before we close. You said that uh, your government's mandate is to convert problems into opportunities. So, what are the big problems that you're focusing on personally at this point in time and by when do you believe that you're going to be able to capitalize on them as opportunities?
1: Actually, the import of gas, petroleum products is a big economic challenge and environment challenge. At the same time, using agriculture as a base to create more employment opportunities in the rural, tribal, and agriculture area where the socially, economically, educationally backward people are there. And to develop economic growth in that area is the highest priority. So by creating bioethanol, diversification of agriculture towards energy and power sector, it can be really a good boost for agriculture. At the same time, creating more employment potential is the need of the country. The automobile sector size is 7.5 lakh crore. the automobile spare parts industry size is 50,000 crore. and now our idea is to make Indian automobile industry so competent that we will be number one manufacturing hub in the world. That's the reason we are now starting scrapping policy by which the material like plastic, rubber, steel will be available with low cost, and by which we can reduce the cost of particularly vehicle in the country will be more competitive in international market. So, I feel that the way in which we are working on different lines, 100% in due course of time, we will be 100% going to resolve all problems and give a green solution for the country. Sir, so
0: due course of time is very broad. Can you be a little more specific of what we should expect in terms of timelines? So you,
1: you check my track record. Neither opposition, neither journalist never can ask me any question about my declaration, what I say, what I mean. A hundred percent we are going to do it, but regarding this question, this is really, really a very big task. Yeah. The Niti Ayog Abhitap Kanji here, he is working day and night for that. The power ministry is working, my ministry is working, we have an integrated approach, Prime Minister constantly pursuing the things, but challenges are very big. So, it is very difficult to give in the exactly the time period, But now when people were asking me how much time for any vehicles, See, you don't ask me this question. <laughs> now, I am sure that next time when you are going to purchase your vehicle, four-wheeler, you are going to purchase e-vehicle, I am sure about <laughs> it. Will you give me we a We don't laptop. need to market for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Katkar, it's an absolute pleasure as always. Thank you very much for articulating what the transition roadmap uh, uh, for energy security and green energy security specifically looks like for India. We appreciate your time. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank, thank, you. thank you for joining thank us. Thank you, for, you
1: for the wonderful moderation.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Policy Pod, the ORF podcast. Please subscribe to our channel for updates on upcoming episodes.